At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. Welcome back, this is WOMMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator, it is The Rocket Shop, I'm your host Tom Proctor, and with me for the second part of tonight's show is Ryan Sweezy, thank you very much for turning up Ryan. Yes, thanks for having me. Um, Ryan, I always like to get going with the song so we know what's up, so okay. uh, if you'd like to introduce uh, your first song that'd be great. Sure, uh, there's a song called Bartender. Bartender Hope you don't mind if I pull up a seat It's only Wednesday But it's already shown It's shaping up to be a terrible week Help me get over the hump Cause I can't do it alone You put an end to my five-year streak Bartender Bartender Serve me up a little hope on the rocks Might need a little help to drink it all down I'm feeling helpless with my head in stocks While I'm waiting for the bleed to come down Don't you know it? it's the only way I've found you give me food today Let me know if you know of another order That can live and make her on a stand Bartender Don't have a driver to get me home And it's a problem that I'll have to get used to If she decides she's gonna leave me alone And didn't play out ahead and never had to afford Now my mind is as blank as a stone Bartender Bartender up a little hope on the rocks Might need a little help to drink it all down I'm feeling helpless with my head in the stocks While I'm waiting for the blade to come down Don't you know that it's the only way I found you gave me through the day Let me know if you know of another order That can live and make her own mistake Bartender, I'll remember all of future dreams. Love mender, please send her back home to me. Reoffender, help me find a way to make her see. I won't surrender, will defend her for eternity. Serve me up a little hope on the rocks Might need a little help to drink it all down I'm feeling helpless with my head in the stocks While I'm waiting for the bleed to come down Don't you know that it's the only way I'll found you get me through the day Let me know if you know of another 
Sweetie, there with bartender. Um, so, Ryan, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, how did you find yourself up, end up in Burlington? You, are you, you're not a Burlington native, are you? Right. I've been up here since October 2016, so about a year and a half or so. Okay. Um, but I'm from Linfield, Mass, a little north of Boston originally. Um, lived there basically my, my whole life. Um, grew up on the North Shore, went to college in Boston, lived in Somerville after school, and then um, just kind of decided I needed a change of pace. I was, uh, doing music kind of full time for a while and, uh, getting kind of like anxious and stuff and was like, I want to go somewhere for a little bit where I'm probably going to be a little more relaxed. <laughs> so I came up and escaped into the mountains and, um, it's been good so far. My family used to have, uh, uh, I guess winter and summer, but uh vacation house in Moortown. Mm. Um, so I'd been up here a lot when I was younger. My sister was a St. Mike's alum and current employee, so she's up mm. here. So it seemed like a logical place to go since I was finally ready to get out of the like 20-mile radius I'd spent the first 25 years of my life in. Um, and um, so you said you were you were doing music full-time. I was. Mostly, um, mostly a lot of bar gigs. Um, uh, doing the singer songwriter thing as, as much as I could. Um, which was, it was, it was good. It was a little exhausting at times, but, um, um, yeah, just kind of finding that balance because most of what I was sustaining myself on was, was cover gigs, mm -hmm. uh, like playing three hours, four or five nights a week and just kind of getting pretty burnt out from that. But, um, I, like I said, I lived in Somerville for a little bit. Um, that's kind of Somerville, Cambridge area. There's a lot going on with singer-songwriter, so it was a good a good spot to be and good spot to kind of collaborate with a lot of people. I was um, going to say, doing that full time, you must have uh, it must have really accelerated your um, your skill set. Uh, I would definitely say so. Um, a lot of a lot of performances under under your belt kind of gives you. I mean, it gives you gives you a lot. I think I grew a lot. Uh, musicality and just kind of stamina. Um, my my voice and stuff lately, where I haven't been playing as much, I've noticed like I get tired a lot more. It was before it was kind of like always kind of on in that zone. Um, but yeah, being a lot around a lot of other singer songwriters and stuff, like they did a lot of open mics. There was uh, one in particular at this place, Lizard Lounge, where uh, there was like kind of kind of like a competition every Monday night. Um, and being around like the level of the level of talent of a lot of the people around was just kind of awe-inspiring and made you want to be better and and uh, motivated you to get better kind kind of do better in that competition and with your your peers and kind of be on that same level mm -hmm. a lot of uh, and it was a great way to meet a lot of people um, really formed a lot of good bonds with a lot of people back there usually there's Every once in a while, someone from Boston's up here at Radio Bean or something. Mm -hmm. Usually, they go catch a show or do a show with them or something like that. So, as well, that's my next question, really. Um, so, obviously, Burlington, you come up here to, to chill out a little bit. I can, mm -hmm. I can see why. <laughs> I mean, 
being a full-time musician is no real easy feat for <laughs> 99% of musicians. Um, but uh, the in terms of the scene in Burlington versus the scene in Boston, what are the big differences and what are the similarities that you didn't expect? Um, it's, it's a really good supportive community up here. Um, um, it's a smaller pool of people, but I mean, everyone's still really, really good. Everyone's really supportive of each other. Um, everyone's super nice. They're not going to like try and like not tell you what this place is that you should play at so that they keep it to themselves or something like that. Um, I had only heard good things about what it was going to be like once I got up here. And, and I, th I think that it's, it's held up pretty well. Um, it is nice kind of, I do have a bit of a foundation still back home, so I can I can still do shows here and there and, and catch up with a lot of people and stay tapped into what everyone's doing down there. Um, and that's kind of convenient too. If you get people to come up here, um, you can kind of split a bill with people coming through town or vice versa, like mm -hmm. meet someone up here that's going to be down in Boston. You know, a lot of people that like you think, oh, you, you would do well doing a show with this, this group of people. And mm -hmm. it's... It's really in both places. It's it's really a community, mm -hmm. and it's um, it it really it helps everyone grow a lot. So, um, and I I noticed so you got a new EP coming out called uh, it's Over? out actually it's out already. Yep. Sorry, my bad. Oh, sorry, it's it came okay. out last year. Yep, according to my own notes, I should really <laughs> read them properly. Uh, so you had a uh, a new EP called Starting Over. It came out last year. Um, I'm assuming the the name might be referring to Burlington itself. And you coming up here? So it it kind of was, and kind of not really. It 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 was kind of retroactively because I actually had like the whole decision to move up here happened somewhat quickly, which is kind of interesting because for me things are usually kind of a slow burn. <laughs> Mm -hmm. which is kind of why it happened because I was like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it now or it's not going to happen. Um, the, at the time I decided to move, it was probably... So everything was already recorded. I had finished recording it a few months previously and it was like two or three months before sending them off to get pressed and everything. Um, and I'm pretty sure I had already decided on the title actually at that <laughs> point. Um, it was for me, it was like, I had, I had released a couple of things before kind of like when I was around like 1920, mm -hmm. um, that like, I'm still kind of, I'm, I'm still proud of them, but it's like, it felt very different. I uh, had approached this recording a lot differently. So I was kind of feeling like it was a fresh start. It was all of the songs had been written since I kind of delved more into the singer songwriter open mic scene It kind of honed my chops of writing and stuff. So I felt like that was a new direction. Um, it was the first time where I had really like booked recording time and had to go in with a plan of exactly what you were doing. Um, the things I had done before, it was like a, a guy I knew that was in the music community around me for a while. Like I would just go over to his, his home studio every, every couple of weeks and just kind of, eh, what can we get done in three hours? And like, if you didn't finish it, you just went back next week. So it was kind of like a lot more planning, a lot more kind of riding on, making sure that you did everything the way you wanted to do in the time that we were allotted. Especially um, the amount of money you're spending on. on right. Stories. And I also had done, like, I did an Indiegogo for it, which is I'd never done any kind of crowdfunding or anything like that, too. So that was another approach. 
Um, and it also kind of made you feel like you were kind of marketing it before it was actually out, which was another, mm-hmm. another level to that too. Um, so if I'm, I'm yeah. right in thinking that the starting over was kind of pertaining to you relaunching kind of your musical career. Now that you've got these, mm-hmm. now that you had the experience down in Boston, now that you kind of collaborated with all these great artists that come through the Cambridge area, mm-hmm. now that you kind of knew a little bit more about it, it was like, right, I thought I knew what music was and how to make it and how to distribute it. Right. And now I know what, what right. it really is about. And so is that is that the way it was kind of... Yeah, uh, the name kind of came about. Right. Um, de- definitely, because I mean, everything felt like it was kind of going in a in a different way. The whole, the songwriting process itself, the recording process, how I was approaching releasing it. Um, yeah. That's, and and so that, but it ended up becoming slightly prophetic, uh, because right. And then, then I was like, and it, was like, all right, this is all ready to go. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna move now. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's not maybe the greatest timing with with releasing a record or something, but um, yeah, that was definitely that. I also felt like um, recording-wise and production-wise, it was an entirely new thing, too, because I had always, everything I'd done was completely based around like the acoustic guitar, and that was the bass and everything, um, and I worked with a buddy of mine, George Woods, who produced the, the record, and he kind of helped me open to the possibility of like, all right, this is a good bass, but like this song actually like uh, having a keyboard suits mm. it better than the guitar. So it was kind of like you'd lay down the guitar and then kind of lay the vocals over it and get all the pieces and then bring something else entirely in and strip this mm-hmm. strip the guitar out, which was kind of a almost naked experience yeah, type for me because yeah. it was like I'm so I don't know what to do without this guitar here. Um, but hearing the final product of it, it was like this was the right way to go. Kind of letting go of control, actually, is right. a big part of that. Um, I'm, I'm kind of aware of time, so I really want yep. to actually keep listening mm-hmm. to some of the songs you got. So what we got coming up uh, now? All right. Um, this is a song. It's called All Right. Um, and this is in that exact vein. Like, there is a guitar in it, but it's mm-hmm. it's um, really kind of piano-driven. Um, this is also a song that, that came about because as we were doing pre-production for everything, we realized all the songs were going to be really depressing, <laughs> which I think is probably something a lot of songwriters end up realizing. So, um, it's like, we need to come up with something that's like a little bit happier to balance it out. So this is, this is called All Right. All right. Sit out on your front porch for a little while Feel the cool air, watch the cars roll by Let the sunlight shine down on you for a little while and Clear away your dark years' shadows For a little while Rest from overthinking for a little while Breathe easily instead Letting go of what's behind you for a little while you See the beauty of the unknown lies ahead It's gonna be good It's gonna be bright It's gonna be everything that's missing from our lives It's gonna be love 
It's gonna be life More than just survival We will thrive It's gonna be alright It's gonna be alright Seems the world's been burning For a little while It'll still be turning years from now So let yourself be daring just for a little while Choose the clouds over the ground for a little while It's gonna be good, it's gonna be bright It's gonna be everything that's missing from our lives It's gonna be love, it's gonna be life more than just survival, we will thrive It's gonna be alright It's gonna be alright Knock it Cold and gray, it'll only stay for a little while. It's gonna be good, it's gonna be bright, it's gonna be everything that's missing from our lives. It's gonna be love, it's gonna be life. More than just survival, we will thrive. It's gonna be sound. It's gonna be sight It's gonna be taste and touch and feel when it ignites It's gonna be love It's gonna be life More than just survival, we will thrive It's gonna be alright It's gonna be alright It's gonna be alright Very good. And so, what's the uh, what's the title of that song again? Uh, that is All Right. All Right. All Right by Ryan Sweezy. Uh, Sweezy. He wanted to call you Sweezy because it's It so happens close. a lot. <laughs> a lot of Sweezy, a lot of Sweeney. Yeah. I can imagine. It's a very unusual <laughs> second name, actually. I don't think I've ever yeah, seen it. Yeah. Um, it was, according to Ancestry, I have a cousin that's super into genealogy and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, <laughs> it was at one point Sweezy, and it was Dutch, like ah. hundreds of years ago. And they and just, uh, they just kind around. of morphed and yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Um, so since coming up to Burlington, uh, you, you mentioned how in the latest EP, you know, your, your songwriting had changed and it's due to all the people you were kind of hanging out with and influenced by. Um, since coming to Burlington, has something similar happened? Have you been trying to write any songs up here or have you kind of been concentrating on the music you've already created? Um, it's kind of a little of both. Um, I've still kind of, like, when I got here, um, I, like, got a full-time job when I got here because here, was, I was, like, I can't immediately dive into a completely new place where no one knows me and expect that I'm going <laughs> to survive on this alone. Um, so, been kind of juggling that and haven't been writing nearly as much as I would like. Um, have a lot of bits and pieces of things which is something i didn't used to do as much it would be like i'd i'd start it i'd finish it 
and then I wouldn't stop what I was doing until mm-hmm. uh, until I was done. Um, now it's a lot more of like I have a verse and a chorus, and uh, now I'm gonna go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, lately, I've been having the interesting revelation with that of like a lot of it was like eh, i wasn't super into that one and stuff and but i have all the voice memos and things in my phone mm-hmm. and lately i've been kind of going back through them and being like oh this is actually better than i thought it was i should probably finish that mm-hmm. um there's definitely a lot of great writers around here i'm still kind of getting exposed to them because i haven't been out as much um as i would like to um, but anytime just hopping into like kind of being in this area, hopping into radio bean or something on really any night seeing whoever's playing, there's always a lot of great people that that'll inspire you and just walking down church street. Um, I busk from time to time. I know there's a lot of other people that do and, and are really outstanding writers and performers. So there's mm. a lot you can take away from them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you were mentioning how, how in Boston and up in Burlington, there's a lot of people to collaborate with, and the the music scene is very supportive. And you also mentioned about introducing a uh, uh, piano in your, mm-hmm. your latest record. What's your what? Are you dead set on the the solo career, or have you got kind of maybe ideas or inklings to start bringing in a band, make this more of a solo, uh, more of a group effort rather than a solo effort? I definitely have inklings to turn it into more of a full band thing i've kind of always had that but kind of been my my like i would say like lone wolf but like Mm. having that's kind of like when i was doing the bar gigs that was kind of my thing of it was just you know it's it's easy to just be like yep i can do this i don't have to like plan everyone's schedule around this i don't need everyone to know these 30 songs i have to play tonight Mm -hmm. um but like when I was living in Somerville, I lived with three other guys that were in a band together. Um, and that kind of like really motivated me to want to do that more. And it's something I, I haven't done nearly as much as I would want to. Um, when starting over was released, I, I went back home to do a release show there. Um, and some of the guys that worked on the album with me, um, and friends of theirs and stuff, um, we kind of like remotely prepared for it and we did like a full band release and it was one of those moments of just like, I wish I could do this all the time because mm-hmm. this, this is so much more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and anytime I've really recorded anything, I've always kind of brought it in solo acoustic and come out with something that's got a full band backing. Mm-hmm. And it would be nice to be able to kind of bring the recorded arrangements into a live setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I really enjoy with doing that recording is sometimes like you go in and you, you kind of have an idea of what a full band arrangement of it might sound like, but like until someone else with their own ideas comes in and puts it on top of it and it takes it in an entirely new direction. It's um, really cool to kind of see where things can go. And that's, mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely like to kind of bring more people into the fold and, and work with that mindset. Yeah. Probably um, helped me finish a lot of things a lot quicker. <laughs> I was going to say, with the little scraps and bits and pieces you've got, you've probably got a few people with the other half of that scraps right. around somewhere. You just need to go find them. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we are running out of time. What uh, Have you got any gig com- gigs coming up in the near future? I do. Uh, this week, Friday night, I'm playing 7.30 to 8.30 at the Light Club Lamp Shop. Oh, um and uh, I don't have too much in the very near future. Um, I have a in 
a little further out in July. On July 7th, I'm going to be at Nectar's um, from 7 to 9. Um, but those are the two uh, upcoming. But this Friday, like Club Lamp Shop. And if people would like to go explore some of your songs, some of your older stuff, where can they find some of your records? Sure. It's uh, ryansweezy.com. So R-Y-A-N-S-W-E-E-Z-E-Y.com, which okay. I'm sure a lot of a lot of people might struggle to get the spelling right. But <laughs> yeah, not Swayze. Sweezy. Yeah. Uh, so, Ryan, um, one last song to play us out, and uh, thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it. All righty. Uh, this is a tune called Lazy Hour.
Right, Sweetie, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again so much for coming in. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And um, best of luck with the gig- upcoming gigs, and I look forward to seeing that new EP. It's eventually going to come out of your big band. Right. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Next week, we have Princess Nostalgia come on, uh, coming on at the Rocket Shop. I have been your host, Tom Proctor, and until next time, ciao.